Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. Let's go to Anna. She's on line four from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Anna, welcome to Dr. Dyer. Hello, Dr. Dyer. Hi, Anna. How are you? Oh, God, you don't know how good it is to speak with you. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I've been your admirer for years, um, but now I'm faced with a situation that I would love your input. Um, okay. Back in April, my baby sister, which we've been best friends all our lives, she's always looking up to me because she tends to believe that I'm the strong one. Uh, she mm-hmm. was diagnosed with brain cancer severe. They mm-hmm. given her six weeks at that time. And of course, being me and having all the faith that I have, I convinced her that the prognosis that they were giving is everybody's prognosis and not her own. That she had mm-hmm. to fa- have faith in God to have the power and the strength to live as long as she wants to live in this earth. So mm-hmm. we're now in February and she's doing wonderful. She had radiation. And she's doing good. By the time so that I feel her losing her grip, and mm-hmm. I sometimes I also lose a little bit of mine. But I have this sense, Dr. Winda, uh, that God sometimes comes to me and says, keep on fighting because it's not her time. She has so much yet to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm always translating that message to her. But sometimes I feel a little bit defeated, and I was wondering what could you add up, uh, uh, add on to that for me, please. No, uh, well, I think that's um, you know that's one of the the harder things uh, to deal with in in our lives. But you know what? It's also it's something that every single person listening, including yourself and myself and uh, and everybody on this planet, has to deal with, which is um, you know that we're going to leave this world of form. That uh, you know all things, uh, all being comes from non-being. And it is also a return trip that we will return to non-being. So the first thing that I would say to you and to everyone out there listening to this concept is to understand. I, I remember going to my dear friend. His name was Jack Boland. He was in Detroit and he was a minister uh, at the uh, Church of Today, a, a Unity minister. He was one of. He was like a brother to me. And he found out that he was dying, and he uh, he had cancer throughout his back and on his leg and so on. And he conducted his own funeral. And he got, he called all the, this was about 10 days before he died. And he called all of the people who had ever spoken at his church and all of his close friends and myself and so many others. And we all sat there in the front row and listened to him. He was in a wheelchair and he, and he stood up and he gave a talk. And what he said, um, I've never forgotten. He said, I don't want anyone out there, uh, in the audience to, uh, feel sorry for me. He said, every single one of you are going to make the exact same journey that I am making. Uh, and it's just a question of time. So, and that time isn't to be decided by us any more than our birth is to be decided by us. That is to be decided by our egos. I think at some higher level, we do make those decisions. We decide when to come in and who our parents are going to be. And I think also, in a sense, we, uh, at, at a higher place, we allow the highest place within us, we allow the God within us, uh, to let go when it is time to let go. And the most important thing I think you can tell your sister and yourself is to get past the whole fear thing about it is it isn't her time. Um, that isn't for you to decide. That isn't for her to decide. That isn't for me to decide. That's already been decided. That was decided the moment the moment of her conception, and she will leave on time, and so will you, 
and so will I, and so will Summer, and so will everybody else that says we will leave on time. Our egos, we think our egos are in charge. Uh, and that we can make this inevitable uh, transformation that we're all going to make, that we can <clears throat> that we can change it, that we can't, uh, you know, that that are that we're the ones that are in charge, and we and we can decide that. But the fact is, if the ego was really in charge, if your ego was the the thing that was making all the decisions, then you, no, nobody would get old, you know, and nobody would yeah. wrinkle, and no, nobody's nobody's hair would turn gray or fall out, and uh, there would be no uh, age spots appearing on our skin and things like that, because you know the, the ego says that's that's unattractive. But the fact is that the ego's not in charge of any of it. There's, it's all happening, and it's all happening exactly the way it's supposed to happen. And you can get upset about it, and worried about it, and fearful about it, and until you relax and let go and understand that this journey that you're going to make from being to non-being uh, that you made once from non-being to being is the most perfect joyful experience that you will ever have in your life and that's what all of the great teachers and teachings including Abraham and the teachings of Abraham then I would say to you but you know I think what you are saying to your sister you've already proven that the, that anybody who says that you have six months to live just doesn't understand that the no, uh, human spirit not six months. Oh, six weeks. Six and that weeks. was when, last April? Yes, sir. And this is now February? Yes, sir. And so I have another give... question for you. Mm -hmm. When I sense this strong belief that she has so much to go yet, mm -hmm. and I try to convince her of that because she trusts everything I say, that's the problem, that's my fear, I'm right. running on fear on that, mm -hmm. am I acting wrong on on strongly believing that she has a long way to go yet, and Absolutely then to translate not. You, that belief you, to her. No, you are doing exactly the right thing because you're listening to your own spirit, and your spirit is saying it's not time, and and I'm in touch with a with with God, and I'm in touch with a knowing, and that knowing is the only thing I can say to you is that I'm going to convey it to you. And no, I think it's absolutely essential that you tell her exactly what you are telling her. But in the in, in you know in the meantime, always be aware that this this isn't a tragedy. This isn't some horror story that shouldn't be happening. And the the fact is that her dharma might be such that she gets very close to dying, and then she has an amazing recovery, and she spends the next 40 or 50 years teaching other people not to be afraid, and, or, right. you know, whatever it is that her dharma may be. Or she may just, you know, in her sleep, just decide one night while she's sound asleep, okay, I've had enough, and I'm going to just take off this old uh, body, like, like taking off an old pair of shoes, and let it go. It's like, you know, the Beatles had it right. It's called let it be, let mm -hmm. it be. There will come an answer. Let it be. Just be at peace with that. And then, if your inner knowing says that I'm going to convince her, and uh, and the, you know that, basically what you're saying is I don't want her to leave. You know, I'm going to yeah, miss her. I, I, and, I, I don't yeah. want to be that I'm listening to my ego, not to my sense. I, yeah. I sense and I feel at peace when I when I believe in that. So I don't want it to be my yeah. ego. And yeah. you understand what I'm trying to say? It's like I, I do. Don't want I that. do understand. Yeah, I don't want that. To, I don't want to be speaking and believing out of my own ego. I want it to right. be that it is the way I'm feeling. Right. That's why I would say to you, just let it go. Just let go of all of that. And 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 when you when you want to be enthusiastic and positive and predictive of all kinds of things and and remind her. I mean, I worked with a little girl up in Toronto not too long ago, um, who uh, <clears throat> was only 16 years old. I, I saw and, I saw the mother when when you came to Toronto last time. I was oh, I did was, you? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I yeah. was there. Yeah. And um, and and she she did pass away. She passed away at at, at age 19. 
uh, and it wasn't a tragedy, and it wasn't a horror, and it was uh, it was actually a very beautiful experience. And she was one of the great teachers in my life. I spent an enormous amount of time uh, with her and adored her. And I have a picture of her right on my uh, kitchen table that I look at every single day, and, and she guides me through so many things. But, um, you know, it's like what we like to say is, well, at 19, she shouldn't have passed away. That's not supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen when you're 106 and you fall asleep, mm. you know, and you just drift off into God's arms. That isn't the way the universe works. The universe, yeah. and, and this, this, you know, is, you know, everything that everything that comes into the world that materializes, dematerializes, everything that everything. Everything, every every bug, every stone, every planet, everything. It comes from non-form to form and then back to non-form again, uh, to spirit. We all return to the world of spirit. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.